1: Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael.
2: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. And let me kick off today by saying happy April. Here we are. Tomorrow is Palm Sunday. It's the Easter season. And thank you for letting me be a part of your focus here today. You know, I just wrapped up a mini-series on the inward spiritual disciplines, which is so timely in this pre-Easter season. As we talked about meditating on God's Word, and we talked about prayer and fasting and the study of Scripture and leveraged what Richard Foster has to say about many of these things. So if you want to apply that to your Easter devotions and maybe this, if you celebrate Lent, that would be a great series to listen to. That said, I'm so excited for today's episode. We're calling it The Settled Soul. And that's a title of a book that a friend of mine wrote, and I'm excited to have with me today. We're going to meet her in just a few minutes, Dr. Jody Dietrich, the author of The Settled Soul. We're going to talk about that today. But as I was preparing for the show, my mind wandered back into the days when I was a a kid. And I was your average boy, and I can go outside and play, and I would uh, here we go, hope this doesn't turn anyone off, but I would sweat and I would, you know, ha- be hot. My face would be red. My mom would say, you're so active, Mike, you can even sweat while you watch TV. <laughs> but the reality was when my mom wasn't there, we had these lamps that went to the floor, but they were these big tubular shades and I would get these balls of paper and I would play basketball with the lamp. I'm running around the room and I know she saw that, but, but I would be very active. Anytime I would watch TV, even as a kid, I would always try to to do something else. And what's interesting is this kind of behavior or activity has has actually gripped our culture, where where sometimes there are children and young adults, emerging adults, and even adults that that actually we've lost an ability to sit still. Sometimes, yes, there's ADHD, but there's so many emotional struggles in our life. And and what I contend is there are spiritual struggles in our life that keeps our soul from being settled and in this communion with God. And what I want to mention today is there are, are, are battles. There's a spiritual battle that leaves many people unsettled. And in this, we have this, this rampant, uh, reality in America today, and really it's a global concern, that, that anxiety has gripped so many people. And there's so much to be anxious about. I know the Bible says be anxious for nothing, yet we're anxious because of our jobs and the relationships that we have in our jobs. And are we going to make enough money at our job? And can I advance in my career? And we, we're anxious about our job, or anxious about our relationships. Will my friends accept me? Can my marriage be restored? Or after 10, 15, 30 years of marriage, can I show my spouse that I truly love them? Or or maybe there, there's anxiety because we have a child who's walked away from the Lord, or or there's there's a, a wedge in our relationship. But what I think about is sometimes and I think about the younger generation today and there's a real anxiety that grips us and it combats our identity and our self-worth. And so I think about this topic today about the settled soul and I want to set the table today thinking that we are unsettled in so many ways. You know, there's a, an unsettled reality that we all battle. And, and I have watched it in my own home. I watch it when I visit people at their house or have other people over that during a, a football game or a conversation in a Bible study or in any margin or even if there's not margin, people are, are interacting on their phones and texting their, their children and their neighbors and they're posting things. And they just lose the ability we, we can to be settled and so when I've thought about this, it's easy to talk about other people, but what about me? <laughs> and you know, I'm I'm guilty. I'll I'll be more unsettled than I want to be. And I I'm challenged sometimes to just sit and to rest. You know, I've often applauded myself because I have an ability to fill the margin with productivity. But I'm learning something. I'm learning not to fill the margin with productivity, but to celebrate margin with rest and pause in my life. As I think about this thought and this idea of what is settled and unsettled in our soul, we're talking today about a settled soul. And I have a guest with me. That's calling in Dr. Jody Dietrich, and she has researched this topic. And just to highlight, and she'll talk about this, but she's a journalist. She's authored several articles and chapters and books, written at least two books of her own. Her latest book being The Settled Soul, Tenaciously Abiding with a Tender God. That being said, Dr. Dietrich, I'd like to welcome you and thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh,
3: my goodness. Thank you so much, Michael. It's a delight to be here, and I have been nodding my head seriously with all of (laughs) your comments. Thank you.
2: Sure. Well, I'm so glad you're here, and I'd like you just to take a minute or so and uh, acquaint yourself with our audience. Maybe just introduce yourself.
3: Sure. Well, I would say that ministry seems to be in my DNA, and I've been active in various forms of ministry for more than 40 years now, which really ages me. (laughs) (laughs) But that includes serving alongside my pastor husband, Don, in local churches, as well as serving in regional and national leadership positions. And these days, I'm, like you, a coach, a a mentor. I'm an adjunct professor, and I do quite a bit of speaking all over the place. I love to talk to people and groups at heart level about hard things that matter most. I would also say, and you kind of alluded to this, but writing is in my blood. Mm. Um, Through the years, I've written many articles for publication in various magazines and journals. and, And for several years, I was a regular columnist for the Seattle Times, which is our secular regional newspaper here in the Pacific Northwest. But some of my biggest writing adventures have come through these books that I've written. Um, in 2013, I released The Jesus-Hearted Woman, Can Leadership Qualities of Enduring and Enduring Influence? And then most recently, as you mentioned, The Settled Soul, Tenaciously Abiding with a Tender God. And like, I'm on the floor, humble, to say that these books are being read and used for personal and group study in many parts of the world and have yeah. actually... Uh, been translated into a number of languages, including Spanish and Portuguese and Arabic. But I've saved the best for last. I'm still a very much in love wife to my amazing husband, Don, and a delighted mom and Grammy to our wonderful offspring. Mm -hmm. Throw in a Starbucks latte, and that pretty much describes Jody right there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And you threw in the latte. That's so great. Hey, I want to ask just real quick if if, uh, my listeners wanted to access... The book we're going to talk about today, or The Jesus Hearted Woman. Just real quick, what's the best way for them to access your books?
3: Sure. Um, you can definitely access those on Amazon, but also my website, Jody Dietrich, uh, J O D I D E T R I C K.com. And there's a page there with all the books and um, also some. Video studies, that go along with those. So, yeah, that's all there on the website. Well, I
2: hope people will connect with you. And before we go to break, I thought you could set us up by telling us just a little bit about what brought you to write this new book about the settled soul. Great question. Well,
3: Mike, I was doing a personal deep dive study into John chapter 15 where Jesus talks about the abiding life. And he tells us what it's like and what it takes to live in Him, to draw life from Him, to stay put in a way that changes literally everything about how we spend our time on this planet and on into eternity. So the more I explored what it means to settle our souls into Jesus, especially, as you mentioned earlier, in this very unsettled time, Mm. as we learn to tenaciously abide with a, a God as a father gardener who tenderly tends our souls, the more I wanted others to grasp this life-changing perspective. And so the outcome is the, the subtle soul.
2: Well, that is so exciting. I think the words are so powerful in that subtitle, tenaciously abiding, <laughs> finding your home with yeah. with a tender God who I like how you describe yeah. tens to our heart. Well, as you're listening in, I want you to hold tight because we're going to interview Dr. Dietrich in the second half of the show. And she's going to take us through some of the thoughts that she writes about in the settled soul, tenaciously abiding with a tender God. So we're going to explore several questions. And Jody, I'm looking so much to hearing from you in the second half of the show and you speaking into our lives. But now I want to remind our listeners that they can. Find your books, The Jesus-Hearted Woman and The Settled Soul on Amazon, or if I have it right, jodiediedrich.com, jodidet I C K. But for now, as you're listening in, I want you to stay tuned because we're going to come back after we uh, hear some commercials and we're going to talk with Dr. Dietrich more about the settled soul and enjoy a conversation with her. So keep listening now. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. And we're back. Thank you for staying tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. I have with me today a friend of mine, Dr. Jody Dietrich, author of The Settled Soul that you met in the front end of the show. And boy, Dr. Dietrich, I love the book title— The Settled Soul Tenaciously Abiding with a Tender God. I want to get right into it and just start with this question. What does it mean to live with an unsettled soul?
3: Ah, yes. Another really good question, Mike. (laughs) Well, to be unsettled is to lack stability, to be chronically uneasy and anxious, which you described so well earlier, It's to miss out on the benefits of composure and to basically be peaceless. And, you know, even believers can experience this kind of unsettled living. It can also mean to be without a fixed place to live or without an established order in a world chaotic. And Mike, in my more than six decades on the planet, I can't think of a more unsettling time than the years we just lived through. Hmm. Um, my book came out in 2020, which I have to chuckle, it must, I that must be God's timing right there. Mm. But it was right smack in the middle of the pandemic. And so then add to that political and racial and financial unrest, along with deep divisions at every level of society, including the church. Mm. And it's been a time of shaking, and unfortunately, it's not over yet. During 2020, mm. I was talking with a friend, and I meant to say about how crazy and chaotic things were, but I said chaotic instead. <laughs> I think I coined a new word for the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> and, and the years following haven't magically fixed all that, but that's a good descriptor of the unsettled soul. When mm. things are chronically chaotic on the soul level and not just out there in the world.
2: I love how you also said that you lose the benefit of composure. Uh, That's just, wow. I could Actually, every time you drive, there's a lot of people around the Chicagoland area where I live that could stand a little composure.
3: Oh, right? Hey, it's here in Seattle, too, I guess.
2: I guess. Wow. Well, that that really gives us a good, uh, some groundwork about being unsettled. So I guess let's look at it from the flip side. What does it mean to you? Uh, maybe to describe a settled soul.
3: Uh, Yeah, now we're we're getting to the good stuff. So (laughs) the word abide Jesus used in John 15 is meno in the Greek, and it literally means home. Hmm. So he's saying, home in me, and I will home in you. And you know, Mike, I know you do a lot of traveling, too, but there's such a difference between staying in a hotel and living in a home, right? Mm. I mean, in a hotel, we may hang a few clothes in the closet and put our toiletries on the counter, but we don't settle in for a long stay there. We don't home there. Mm. In a hotel, we unpack our suitcases, but in a home, we unpack our lives. Mm. So we become settled when we experience what it means to home in Jesus. We unpack our real lives just as they are, not as we wish they would be someday. And we Mm. learn to live in every room he gives us. We reject any plans to ever move again. We Mm. are permanently staying put in Jesus, no matter what anyone else does or what else is going on in the world. So a subtle soul is fixed and resolved and at rest a settled soul is firmly firmly and tenaciously attached to Jesus, our vine, in a way that will allow for wholeness and fruitfulness. And I think it, it brings with it a spiritual audience, if you will, of that soul-level peace, even when the storms are raging like crazy. Because um, Jesus tells us in Matthew 7 that life storms us all, whether we're wise or foolish. And Um, I live in the foothills of the Cascade Mountains where we get some pretty wild windstorms and Mm. branches that lose their attachments wither and die. I mean, you can give them the best plant food and lots of water and miracle grow, but they are dead. Outward attention cannot replace inward connection. But branches Mm. that stay attached, no matter how whipped they are around by the storm, they go stay alive and fruitful. So that is what it means to be a
2: settled soul to me. So you're listening to your discipleship coach as we talk about the settled soul with our guest, Dr. Jody Dietrich, who just articulately described what it means to abide. And I love how you said this, Jody, is to, to stay put in Jesus. That's so yeah. powerful. And and I, I also love the imagery about staying attached to, to Jesus, mm-hmm. to the vine. So that said, why why is it so vital for a believer to abide in Jesus? What's so important about that?
3: Yeah, well, my Jesus tells us in that same chapter, John 15, that apart from him, we can do nothing. And Mm. I don't want to live a do-nothing life, uh, you know, (laughs) and, and there is no life of eternal significance apart from Jesus. So, But the opposite is also true. A life of lasting fruitfulness and purpose comes through the settled in Jesus life. You used an interesting word in that question. Why is it so vital? And you think about your vital organs. Those are the parts of us that are absolutely essential to life. Mm. I mean, I can live without some part of my parts of my body. You know, we can make it without an arm or a leg even or an eye or an ear. But without my vital organs, I have no life. Mm. Without my brain, I can't think about how to live out my life purposes. And allowing in Jesus allows us to think God thoughts and to dream God dreams and to align our actions to His purposes. Without my heart, I can't live much less live with passion and mm. compassion. And abiding in Jesus gives us a heartbeat of passion about things, passion about things that matter and compassion about people that are broken. Our connection to him pumps his strength through our lives and fights the infection of selfishness and apathy and bitterness. And, and without my lungs, I can't bring into my body the good things in the atmosphere that are life giving. The air is out there, but I can't make use of it without my lungs. And so abiding in Jesus allows us to breathe in and make use of the good things that God put into us and around us so that we really can live a purposeful life of uh, others, of loving others, which is honestly our real job while we're on this planet. So
2: that's why that it's That so is vital. so powerful. It, you know, it brings us to this good discussion but what if we kind of put you know the rubber where the rubber meets the road what what would be yeah. some practical ways that we could sort of settle our souls and actually abide in Jesus you know on daily how how can we do this every day
3: yeah well i i believe in a practical doable theology hmm. what i believe about Jesus should impact my daily way of doing life and so i go into this a lot more in the book but i I have six practices of the abiding life, and I'm sure there are more of those, but, but these are the ones that really mm. stand out to me. I'm, I'm just going to mention these six really quickly. And Number one, we think about Jesus. Number two, we talk to Jesus. Number three, we talk about Jesus. Number four, we love Jesus and let him love us. Number five, we trust Jesus and believe mm. what he tells us. And number six, we engage meaningfully with others who love Jesus, just like we are doing today, Mike. And um, we arrange our lives so that we never give ourselves a chance to forget him. Um, You know, I I think about that first practice, we think about Jesus. And I wish I could say that I'm so spiritual that my first thought every morning when my eyes pop open is about Jesus. But no, I'm usually thinking about what I need to do that Mm. day or what following me from, uh, you know, yesterday into th- today. And and so I've had to intentionally retrain my mind to think about Jesus. And so I've, I've actually come up with some Jesus thought prompts that right. help me to, to train my mind to think about Jesus. And so uh, I've made those available as a download for free. If anybody wants those, it's just com forward slash. JTP, which stands for Jesus.com. So, you know, those are really, like you said, where the rubber meets the road. Because mm. living in a house is a real thing. It's where we live our real daily lives and our unvarnished selves, and where we um, we deal deal with the real stuff. And the same is true about. Mm
2: abiding in Jesus. So helpful. And as people are listening, I want them to have access to these Jesus thought prompts. So you can visit Jody for that and look at a couple of books, but in particular, the one we're talking about today, The Settled Soul. And I'll wrap up by just asking you, if you're interested in receiving some coaching about settling your soul, or maybe you're curious to apply coaching in your life on a spiritual topic, a personal topic, or even a business topic, any area of your life. Listen, just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. You can access our complimentary coaching readiness questionnaire. Find out how ready you are for coaching, and it would be our pleasure to partner with you to coach you forward in your faith. I'm grateful if you would take the time to follow Your Discipleship Coach on social media and our podcast. Share this episode that you're listening to today and learn more at YourDiscipleshipCoach.com. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And thank you to our sponsors, Chicago Indian Church at ChicagoIndianChurch.com and Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University become a certified coach, or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities, visit ProfessionalCoachUniversity.com. I want you to know that I am for you and God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? You're listening on AM 1160. Hope for your life.
1: Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit YourDiscipleshipCoach.com. That's YourDiscipleshipCoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life.